welcome to Last Year A DJ Saved My Life. A love letter to the power of music and its ability to get us through the pandemic and life in general, in podcast form. My guest this week is Rowan Young, an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous human being that I have been lucky enough to call one of my dearest friends for well over half my life now. And it was so nice to take the time to just talk about music with Rowan because honestly, it's something that we've done together since the very first day our friendship began. We've long shared a love of 90s Kathy Dennis tracks, wiped our feet on the rhythm rug at 80s nights while at university together in Hull. We span around to Kylie in Manchester's Gay Village and spent many a night just playing tunes while sitting on the floor of one of our living rooms, eating Chinese food, sharing wine and sharing the stories of the latest comings and goings in our private lives. Music and Rowan are an equal source of joy and love in my life. And while I like to call this podcast a love letter to what music can do, our chat was also a really nice love letter to friendship. Rowan's choices are pure joy, positivity and sunshine in music form. We talked about how those choices have helped to pull him through some of his darkest times, as well as how they'd lit up and saturated some of his happiest. Although we can't play the music we discussed for rights reasons, there is, as ever, a corresponding Spotify playlist in the show notes and linked on the website at lastyearadjsavedmy.life, along with Rowan's infrequently used social media handles. Please do give it a listen. I promise you won't regret it. And if you can, please also consider rating and reviewing this podcast wherever you listen, as it just helps make us easier to find. I had such a gorgeous time, as ever, talking to Rowan that it went on for about three more hours after recording stopped. However, I hope you enjoy this hour even half as much as I did. Well, hello and welcome. Thank you. Um, how are you, first and foremost? Um, you're, oops, that's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. Uh, no, I'm really good. Yeah, I had a really nice weekend and really good. Yeah, and it's all, you know, it's not quite fully open back in the UK now, is it? No, and it looks like it will be pushed back further as well. So, But at the moment, you can at least you can see the people that you're close to and that you love and stuff. So that bit's fine. Yeah. And how how was the pandemic for you? Um, really sort of mixed. And I think it was different um, between both lockdowns. Because we had, so in Manchester, so you had the lockdown and then it was open for about four weeks in the summer. And then we got put back into tier three and then like a little bit of Christmas and then a, another lockdown. So, yeah, it's just, it's really weird to kind of reflect on it. I think the first, the first one, I don't know, like it was just mixed, I think. I think it felt quite um, weirdly, like it felt quite safe in a way. Mm. because it was all just contained and I remember in the first one it just felt really safe to be at home because it almost felt like the air was poisonous and there was just this this like thing floating around in the air in the ether and you just yeah yeah definitely I don't know that was the really scary thing about it it was just like it was invisible and all around you and you were never sure what was going to happen yeah totally and I think because I was like shielding at the beginning of it and it um yeah, it just felt like really protected. So, you know, like when you were watching the news, it was like it was a world away. And um, yeah. so, yeah, I think so for some of it, yeah, it felt quite good. And the weather was lovely. So that helped. What role did music play for you throughout the pandemic? First or second lockdown? Oh, my God. It's like my absolute lifeline. Like <laughs> it always is in life anyway. But like during that 
time, just I don't really know what I'd have done without music and being able to just go to certain songs that would just change my mood. And yeah, really, really important. Did you find it that your the way you listen to music changed? Um, I think it's like some of that um, was really nice. And also like having a bit more time to listen to music as well. Was yeah. Like, amazing and just getting that like nice cozy feeling then just lots of like like even sort of songs that came on TikTok and just being able to play them like straight away because it did feel like you had more time to do stuff and because uh, one of the things I used it for <laughs> early in the lock in the first lockdown when everyone was being really inventive about ways to keep each other entertained and I remember like my friend at work was sending me like these like things about like Diplo doing live streams on Instagram and like he wouldn't be my cup of tea but when I realized I'd just been working from my dining table all day and then I was like doing these live streams almost like having like a kitchen rave while I was doing my cooking at night time and there was something really freeing about just giving it socks <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think like one of my um, song choices was based on like lockdown kitchen disco. Well, that cues us in really nicely. Will Will I list out what your pandemic lockdown songs were? Okay. So you chose four songs for your pandemic lockdown. The first one was Sophie Ellis Baxter and Take Me Home. And that's the one that links into what we've just been discussing. The kitchen disco. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so she started, I think, like sort of two or three weeks in. And yeah, so she started doing that. And it was actually like I'd be look, looking forward to it like all week. Um, and I bought like little disco lights. And as soon as it turned, like I think it was half six, 6.30 on a Friday was like my cut-off point. And when I was working from home, I was like, right, everything stops at that point. And um, yeah, I just loved it. And she had like a kids on it. It was just... Yeah, it just felt really real, and really, really nice. And um, yeah, I think if you like her, then you just loved it. There's something really nice about the fact that she was doing it in her kitchen with her family and not, it wasn't super overproduced and it was just kitchen full of sequins and yeah. and Yeah, and she's just fun, isn't she? And like, I think just very relatable. Yeah, and that song, like, Take Me Home is just, I've always loved that song. I know like my mum loves that song as well. And it's just a... Uh, it's just always a feel-good song like mm. always 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 like I could listen to it like over and over again and never get bored of it it might be one of my favorites of hers like her voice is lovely on it yeah it is but it was instantly just really happy making yeah it definitely is yeah it's just it's just got such a lovely like feel-good vibe to it um yeah and I, I love her voice you know like I know it's quite Marmite for some people but I absolutely love her voice I don't know if, if it was her voice that was Marmite for people or the fact that she was posh yeah perhaps and she just like you said she actually just seems like she's pretty sound mm, yeah a bit more fun than maybe we'd given her credit for 20 years yeah, ago yeah a great person and like those outfits I saw her at um, the Bridgewater Hall it was re- and it was amazing so like it was a two-part concert so the first bit was like all um acoustics with an orchestra like it was I think she's got such a unique voice as well it was yeah. really stunning um, and then the second part she then came back out and it was all disco so it was a great concert like absolutely great and like with the acoustics in there it was just incredible I also just think she reminds me of Joe, like the the outfits that she was wearing yeah was she does yeah. Had little secret totally. yeah 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 um, Whenever I think of Sophie Ellis-Bexter and those outfits, I remember that Joe had this, like, A-line dress that was black with little, like, mirrored, like, yeah, circles on it. You know the one? Like, yeah, 
it was tiny as well, wasn't it? Like, it was tiny. Absolutely <laughs> tiny. And she just looked incredible, didn't she? Like, it was just like, oh, hi, Joe. Yeah, legs for day. Yeah, amazing. Joe's got a Sophie Ellis Bexter vibe. Oh, I definitely think. I can definitely see that. We need a kitchen disco, the three of us. That would be amazing. Your other pandemic songs were Lady Gaga, The Cure, A Workout Mix, Heymar from Cameron, and then Kylie's Say Something. Um, Lady Gaga, so I'm not like a big Lady Gaga fan, but there was um, a girl called Amanda who was from Mella and uh, she was doing like online workout classes. I really liked her. She was just really natural as well. So, and that song was like the warm up song and I didn't know it was Lady Gaga, but I was just like, oh, I really, really like that song. It was like a speeded up version, like yeah. a little disco version. But yeah, I just absolutely loved it. And then I really liked the lyric. I really liked that aspect of like healing with love. I had not heard that one of hers before. And like you said, I, I think I've sort of passively enjoyed Lady Gaga I mean I definitely like Stupid Love last year I absolutely loved that and Rain On Me mm. and I listened to those a ridiculous amount of time learned the dance to Stupid Love in lockdown that was excellent <laughs> you've not shown me that little gem yet no I'm saving that for when I get back to Manchester and we actually get on a dance floor so you've got time to learn it yourself okay will be it'll be like a very Romeo and Michelle moment <laughs> I would love that I'd absolutely love that that is the dream isn't it Mm. I've actually, do you know what? That's my dream is you, Joe, and I, Romy and Michelling, the time after time. I could do that. I feel like that needs to happen. And I feel like the outfits are almost back in fashion now. Oh, yeah. Great. Right. That's on the to do list. But back to Lady Gaga, like the lyrics, I was, and I was listening to it again earlier today. And it is lovely that notion of, I think she says a line in it about, um, I may not be able to give you everything, but everything you need is in my arms. Yeah, it's lovely. A nice thing during the pandemic as well just to have a little bit of love from Lady Gaga. And did you find working out easy during the pandemic? Um, Mainly because the classes were like fixed times and stuff. So I kind of like um, I built sort of work around class times and stuff. So for the first half, I mean, obviously the novelty wears off, doesn't it? And then just want to eat everything in the world. Yeah, it was a real kind of mood lifter and something that I was, again, another thing that I'd really look forward to. Yeah, it was great. And I think just that song is now like a really special song to me. Oh, that's lovely. And it sounds like you almost used music in that time when it was almost sort of like liminal and there's just like no edges to anything to keep structure or put structure on your life. So like Sophie Ellis Bexter would be like, right, that's the start of the weekend and I can officially have a ritual that starts my weekend. And things like this, workout classes are like rowing time. I really struggled with that during the lockdown like everything sort of, sort of blended together so did you what did you what was like your go-to how did you know that like it was a break time like when work finished and like Dina started I think for a while it was just because I wasn't on a zoom call because <laughs> I spent you know almost every waking hour I think on a, a video yeah. call and there were definitely in the, in the beginning in the beginning times there were definitely days where I, I realized it'd been four o'clock and I hadn't left my chair and I, it was like a lot of learning like new behaviors I work with teams around the world so I've always had a heavy volume of video conferencing in my life but this just got crazy and then after a while I had to, it was exactly things like that and like the Diplo live streams and my friend well my colleague and friend Lauren saying to me like you know you've got to you've got to kind of create rituals that's, that put some lines back into your life and that was really good yeah 
absolutely. At the beginning of it, I think we were all just getting our heads down and muscling through, thinking it'll be six weeks, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be done by like summertime. We'll be out and about again by November. And here we are, the summer later, and it's still not quite. No, no. I was thinking about that before. Like in my head, I always just thought it would be like a really short period of time. But so much happened during that time because like I started two new jobs during the pandemic, you know, had a relationship that ended and. Mm loads of like big sort of life events some health scares and stuff so it was like you had to roll with everything didn't you like yeah because there was no there was no other choice but I think some of the great moments was stuff like you know like I don't know whether we'd have structured chat time if there wasn't the pandemic you know like planned when we were going to speak to each other and stuff and I just think um the people that I love the most in the world I felt more connected to actually um mm. I felt like I really really want to speak to them I really want to, you know like you can kind of be a bit like oh yeah I'll do that next week or we'll catch up you know sort of whenever and sort of I think take things for granted a bit and like maybe even take friendships for granted but I think you definitely know who like you go to people especially as I was like feeling quite erratic at times I was like right I know who my stability is and I think it kind of built on some of those friendships as well. It's gonna make me cry in a minute. Oh no don't cry. One of us is gonna go before the end of this session. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Because I think even that's where like the time zones probably helped us a bit. Because when you were like struggling with sleep and things like that, it was earlier in the night for me. So I was a bit more available than other people as well. Yeah. It was a nice privilege to be able to to be there and give you support when you wouldn't have been able to have it so readily as well. And I think how many years have we been friends now? Since our teens, isn't it? So like so like ten. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so five, yeah, five years. Yeah, so five years later. and it is like you know, life gets in the way, and we don't speak to each other for weeks and weeks on end. But then, in this moment, you just realise that there was something about just returning to the very fundamentals of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm, I'm. It's one of the things I'm so glad of is that you and I speak multiple times a week in one form or another now, and because you've just always been such a joy in my life. Uh. But like so many key periods of my life have got like a, a big like Rowan vibe like within our friendship I think we've got like a complete like full spectrum haven't we you know like mm. we've kind of like been there at the most like fun joyous frivolous times and then the deepest and darkest I think as yeah. well um and yeah and it's just all it's always the same connection isn't it like whatever mm. it, wherever it is on the spectrum it's it's a nice thing special thing it is it's, it's really special I, I love it to bits um tell me about your next pandemic song then which is hey ma from cameron oh i love this song so i uh, that was a little tiktok thing so like i'd never like heard of tiktok pre-pandemic um, and then just loved going on not doing it myself but um you know like watching <laughs> stuff um and what it was great for was music and i'd be like oh god i love that song and they were, and that was one of them yeah just a great song and then um i was walking to work at the time so the journey to work was like about uh, the walk to work was about an hour and a half oh wow 
And uh, yeah, and just playing that song and like feeling skipping my step, you know. Yeah, like, it's very, like, it's a very um, sunshiny song. Like it is it's got a nice walking rhythm to it, actually. Totally, like. and um, you know, and then as soon as like I'd, I'd heard it on Twitter, like I sent it to Marie, and she was like, oh, "I love this song." Yeah, I, one of those ones I just hadn't heard it for so long, like, I'd forgotten all about it. There's this silliness to it as well, which I really like. Do you? Do, <laughs> should I admit this? Fuck it. Oftentimes when I'm like walking listening to music do you ever picture yourself in like a music video with certain things come on like you're strutting you're like you're gonna say no and maybe like, okay. it's all i have to do so i don't picture myself not in a music video yeah no always but there are just certain songs you know you're like having a little strut along and you're like oh yeah totally totally like that i do that all the time like because I, I think music kind of takes you somewhere else as well doesn't it and you can pretend to be so you can be yourself you can pretend to be somebody else you can it just gives you Mm. so much doesn't it yeah you sort of like tap into hidden facets of yourself that don't get released quite as regularly yeah yeah it's like I think that's why I love it like it's just it can because it can be my everything the strut I've got such a lovely picture of you just sort of like strutting to work oh yeah and just like having your little like hey ma say what (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, I just kept on putting it on repeat do you sing when you walk and listen to music yeah and then I have to censor myself because I realize that I'm singing out loud and even though I think I'm performing at a concert, it's a concert that other people don't want to buy tickets for. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would buy a ticket for you. I'm assuming it's going to a charity of some kind. Uh, oh, thank <laughs> you, darling. It might just be you alone in the audience, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> you could rustle up a few others, I'm sure. I'd like to think that you were a support act for your next choice, which is Kylie Say Something, because I kind of feel like you and Kylie are... Uh, match made in heaven to be honest we've been best friends um, forever and uh, no seriously like she is kind of just to me like she's just one of the most important people in my life and uh, also I think with her like the kind of changes she's had have been really kind of representative at certain timings I remember like in the um Brit pop stuff and then she brought out Confide in Me and she changed in that way and oh, then like, um, and before then I just really liked sort of like that happy chirpy and she's just kind of fitted and even when and I think when I went to uni she did like the um, Impossible Princess album and she was with the Manic Street Preachers and I loved that and then she got a lot of shit for that I think at the time yeah. didn't she and I really liked but it but she was it was brilliant like for me it was brilliant I still listen to those songs in she was yeah incredible album and then I think sort of then when I came back to Manchester and then like I was going out in the gay village and stuff and um spinning around so she's just kind of hit every mark like just kind of matched I think a little bit which has been nice during the pandemic like I was really excited to to hear her um there's like a proper lead up you know like she released like little bits of lyrics to stuff and mm. and then the song was just beautiful but I think it was that whole kind of like um we can be as one again was so kind of apt obviously we weren't at the time at all and Mm. um, yeah and then she did like the online concert and that was something that was like really excited for and that made like the big special night and she did like a Facebook live thing and so yeah it was just it was just great 
So I love that you've chosen really uplifting songs for your uh, pandemic mood, which I really liked. This this notion of going to the things that just are going to kind of keep your spirits high and keep yeah. you motivated throughout all of it. I think it's really important, though. I think because, um, you know, like it was in the happiest time so it's just been able to use that music for enjoyment and there's lots mm. of songs that you could have that I could have chosen or chosen to be listening to that were kind of reflective of my mood but I wanted to always be uplifted I wanted to always switch it I just wanted to feel like yeah every opportunity for positivity I was saying to Mark in the last podcast, this notion, like the title of this, like, you know, a DJ saved my life, is the notion that music really does carry you through quite difficult Mm. times. What I think I noticed about my pandemic listening is that it just sort of stopped for a while. Like when it was really hard, when it was really scary, I just stopped. I seem to sort of not listen to music at all when I'm in the the middle. Yeah, which is not something I would have thought of of myself. And it was like when we were doing those 30-day music things. It was like the music when you're heartbroken or the music when you're really sad. And I couldn't think of anything because I think it's only when I start to come through and I begin to emerge from it that music comes back and it comes back with a vengeance Mm. then. And because I do these playlists every month that I've always done, any like new music I discover, old music I go back to, or just things I've enjoyed like listening to, I just put them on a playlist as I come across them or as I hear them. So at the end of the month, I've almost got a little soundtrack to that month and oh I love that that's a brilliant idea I should do that oh it's so oh do yeah. it it's so good obviously August 2018 big birthday year for me there were loads of kind of nights out of friends but it like 2018 overall was quite a traumatic year for me in a lot of ways but I know that that playlist that month is just pure joy because and it takes me back to a place where I just felt very loved and oh that's so special isn't it and I feel it when I listen to that monster track so you know those when you need it and you can know that a certain time absolutely because I think your mind can do different things can't it like so you your mm-hmm. mind can almost forget the the moment, those joy moments and like just highlight the bits that weren't. If you've got something like that, you can go, oh, actually, yeah, oh, that was a great month. Yeah, and like in the April of that year, I was like coming out the other side of a breakup and I was feeling a bit better, but was just really fucking pissed off. A lot of the songs in there were quite motivated. There's a lot of like Bikini Kill and Goat and things like that in it. But the, but they are, it's actually a really good month if I want like a workout. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. Definitely do it. Yeah, it's a brilliant idea. At the end of the year, you get a big like soundtrack for the year. But last year, I didn't have one for March or April. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's really strange. Music just sort of when I'm in that acute moment of having to really figure my way through something, like the eye of the storm, it just stops. Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. um, Because I I think sometimes I'll, um, you know, like if I'm feeling quite, stress sometimes and I think and you want that kind mm. of like quiet like music seems too noisy doesn't it and but then once I play mm. a song then I'm like oh actually I feel a lot better now so I have to remind myself to do it but yeah this brings us on to I guess a good segue into your next few tracks which are the songs that transport you to places and times and you picked five here you picked Oasis Live Forever Hanson's Mbop. Oh yes. I love that you include that. Luther Vandross, She Loves Me Back. Janet Jackson, What Have You Done For Me Lately? 
and Madonna into the groove at Live Aid. Let's start with Oasis. I was really surprised to see this on your list. So I absolutely love Oasis and still do. And I think it was a big sort of change for my music tastes, like when I was younger, because that definitely made the album. Like I wasn't really an album person. Like I've always been like a one track. Mm. Um, But that album, I could just used to listen to like over and over again. I still couldn't tell you what it was, but like I absolutely just absolutely love them. Well, also, I don't think you could have escaped it if you didn't like it either because it was every it was like wall to wall everywhere no that's true but I know that like it was they were one of those bands which should, like I think for a period of time it was like kind of cool to like wasn't it but and it wasn't but, oh, but yeah. it definitely wasn't that because I was never really bothered about the cool status <laughs> but I just yeah just absolutely loved them in that I think I was um getting something different lyrically because I think I've been so into like very sort of pop stuff that I hadn't really thought about lyrics like I just thought oh that sounds nice and then I think sort of lyrically like I was really like wow my songs are quite powerful yeah I just love that whole era and I think like Live Forever just reminds me of that kind of time and sort of like I had like parties at my house when my mum was away so I hope she doesn't sorry Dory (laughs) (laughs) I'm like did I get it I did because that's about the time that we met yeah it was well smoking around the back of Hibbert Lane yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you had a great hairstyle and I had some tartan trousers on yeah that beige afro was like pretty special wasn't it It it's one of my fondest memories of you yeah and I remember like just sort of plucking up the I think I asked you for a light for a cigarette or something like that and just being so terrified because you were just so cool really yeah that hairdo was classic though wasn't it like yeah I think Dulux did a pretty similar colour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like toffee fee. That was the shade. Yes. <laughs> Biscoff, yes. But yeah, I mean, I always thought you were dead stylish because you had like a French connection, Mac and everything, which I just thought was the height. Oh, it did actually. Yes, it did. Gosh, your memory is amazing. You know, there are just moments in your life where like, you know that you wouldn't be who you are if that hadn't happened. Yeah, yeah. I know it sounds like trite, but also... Yeah, totally. That, like, becoming friends with you is definitely one of them. Yeah, and vice versa, like, totally. Yeah, Oasis Live Forever, it is one of those tunes that just takes you back to sixth form and everything. I really, I I think I... um really love Liam Gallagher's voice though and um, also he's got a slight you know because he's quite cocky but there's a slight vulnerability to his voice right. and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I really like that like I just always like hearing like a little bit of a break in it or uh, you know when someone's really trying and yeah because arguably his brother like Noel's got the better voice yeah he does yeah but Liam is the better front man. yeah this song in particular there's something about being in your like 17 singing a song in an accent that's similar to your own oh yeah totally forever because you are gonna live forever when you're that age aren't you yeah I don't I, you wouldn't even question it would you and the next one then in yeah slight slight shift is Mbop by Hanson. Oh, and this still is, I was playing that today as well. So this will always, I don't even see it as a guilty pleasure. I see it as a pop masterpiece. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, so this reminds me, so lived in Canada for a year nearly, I think, just before uni. And then um, it was funny actually, because Canadian music was like really sort of random. And it was always like, like nightclubs were all play like a little bit of 80s, like heavy metal and then pure pop. And that was it. <laughs> 
I just love the notion of like swinging from like a nine inch nails or like Nirvana straight into like bop. <laughs> and everybody would like dance to the same set. So wouldn't it be, you know, like people would leave the dance floor to like everybody like the same yeah. stuff? Because it didn't have like, because I was living in a tent at the time. What? So it didn't have, um, living on a campsite for five months of it and working at all year round Christmas store and uh, living on a campsite. How did I not know that? <laughs> it was amazing. I thought like Hanson were, because to me it sounded like the Jackson 5 so I was assuming I did actually assume that it was like cool black kids so when I came back home I was just like oh I love this song and then I saw them and I was like oh god I shouldn't have said that out loud (laughs) 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 why yeah just seeing them interviewed I was like oh no but then I just love that song and I just think and from the beginning of it like I love the opening of of it you couldn't help but really like it at the time because it is just so happy and then it like you said they were a bit cheesy and then like when they tried to have a second single and it was just you could just see that they were working really hard and not matching it and not able to replicate it and then it was a bit sad and then it kind of came but it came back everyone just sort of went no fuck it I actually still really really like that song it is a bop it is like instant happiness yeah I just don't I I don't see how you couldn't like that song and it's got a really nice sort of like um Motown vibe to it like a subtle Motown vibe to it and back in in the UK now and Luther Vandross she loves me back you said that one reminds you of family oh yeah so um i've got the most amazing family yeah i just i'm incredibly incredibly blessed with that really incredibly oh, blessed. i think and also like i used to love family parties when we were younger and, and especially like with my dad's side of the family for the dancing part because they would always start the dancing and then luther was always like a staple so never too much is like always staple song yeah that's just you to me that song but she loves him back it's just a great song and just a great and a fun luther song as well you know like he's he was he was amazing and his voice was amazing but i think that song was like quite a fun pop song i mean he can make anything mm. sound amazing can't he oh totally it was a real like once in generation because oh, I, I can't even say anybody else that's got a voice like that just so smooth I remember like watching him in concert and just being like totally mesmerized like we were on the front row I've never seen a man sweat that much in my life but uh, voice, <laughs> voice wise like vocally just incredible if he yeah would you make the trade-off would you sweat that much to have that voice yeah totally yeah, because it wouldn't be a turn-off for people, would it? No, he was really sexy. Yeah, so you'd still get some, so yeah. I don't know, I get a bit sentimental about certain artists where you know they've struggled, but they are real, like, one-in-a-generation talent. I don't know, this part of me wants to just sort of go back and teleport to a moment in time and go, like, do you not realise yeah, yeah, what you definitely. need? And I think we've been in a generation whereby we've lost like a lot of huge art all in one Mm. generation which hasn't happened over the years to lose kind of like Whitney Houston Michael Jackson Prince George Michael you know like David Bowie Amy Winehouse yeah and I think so kind of saying those kind of seven names like huge people and you know like whereas the generation before have still got Diana Ross Tina Turner but we've lost a lot of huge people who were still making like a significant contribution to music I think there's a, a big part of it like particularly like thinking of Luther Vandross if he was 15 years later I think the world was much more accepting 
And, you know, I mean, the rumours are obviously that, you know, he was definitely not kind of 100% straight, but you couldn't be that and have the kind of career that he was destined to have because the industry only worked in one way and you had yeah. to be a certain kind of like Lothario type to have that kind of sexy, sultry song. And the world now, and even the last few years, that's just not... Yeah, but I think it was a, such a significant shift in such... When you think about it in a short amount of time, I think when you even look yeah. at, like, you know, sort of Section 28, and you just think, God, actually, things have shifted quite a lot. Like, I know lots mm. of... I don't want to say anything that makes other people feel uncomfortable, but I feel like things have shifted quite a lot. Yeah, and I think for him, what was sad was that the later on in his career, it would have been absolutely fine you know that kind of ladies man yeah. bit is is done and it was outdated anyway I'll never not think of you with Luther Vandross mm. and I really I really loved because this wouldn't be one of the songs that I listened to of his most frequently but it was really lovely to get back to him because you told me it reminds you of your family like I immediately was thinking of like your 30th birthday and your mum on the dance floor because your mum even though it might remind you of your dad's side of the family like your mum loves a good dance oh she does she's an amazing dancer so much yeah fun. and that links into Janet Jackson what have you done for me lately that is a song that like my mum loved when I was younger and we used to like at family parties dance together and have a like a little routine together and I got it must have been like about seven or eight or something it like brought out like her feisty side yeah but just so much fun as well like it reminds me of just having fun with my mum and, and just thinking god you're amazing and also she was probably like younger than me now so I was like oh my god how cool whereas now I'm like well of course she'd be that cool oh, do you still know the routine we just used to do a lot of like I remember like a lot of shoulders going on yeah so we just had like our own little routine to I remember like a circling each other and doing I just remember like it was just lovely doing the shoulder shimmy yeah and, um, oh, I love that. yeah and obviously like any memories with my mum were always going to be incredible forever and then your last key moment one is uh, good old Madge Madonna's Into the Groove but you specifically chose Live Aid. Yeah I did um, so it was a that is a very specific memory like I thought Live Aid was amazing you know like I loved music mm-hmm. when I was a child like obviously I couldn't go to concerts that young so something like that was absolutely incredible I couldn't get my head around that like you would have something going on in America and in England and it was mad wasn't it because it just felt like the whole world was talking about it in the run up to it and it was every everyone's tv was just on it absolutely it was just everything that i loved like i just thought it was like mesmerizing um, and i remember like madonna being part of it was incredible because there were all these other established artists that like my family wanted to watch and then i was like i want madonna yeah just remember she was, she was just amazing i remember like videoing it and like i must have watched that about seven thousand times i think with madonna like i just feel a bit disappointed that I don't hold the same torch to her as like she's not Kylie she's reinvented herself so much and then has kind of stuck with this bit of trying to be relevant all the time and I don't know I find her a bit disappointing yeah I don't know it is a bit sad but like into the groove though did you have a dance move for that one uh no not a particular dance move but just love that song like I, I think you, you just can't not dance to it can you and you've got it's just no. it's just a song about dancing isn't it so it is it's one of those songs and it's the whole like where she goes like and you can dance yeah and you're like, I can't, I really can't, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I think because she does like, I think there's the bit in the video where she's got like her hands up and it's like one of those freeing dance yes. songs, isn't it? So you can kind of like, I, don't, I just think it's one of those where anyone could dance to it, couldn't they? Well, that brings us really nicely 
onto your last few songs songs that you chose because they just are good to shift your mood and the first one is one of my all-time faves the four you chose are the new radicals you only get what you give jocelyn brown somebody else's guy the weekend i feel it coming and stars of blind by paris hilton oh wow these are like four amazing tracks let's start with the new radicals though you get what you give okay i'd say this was like it's always really hard to choose like your favorite song of all time but um yeah i would say it was that song um and if it's not played at my funeral then i'm not going to my funeral (laughs) it had to be played it is just an amazing amazing song honestly i find it really hard to say how much it means to me like it's um yeah it's a song that i find really uplifting and if i'm sad i still could listen to it it gives me loads of excitement it makes me feel young it also makes me feel old it makes me feel like absolutely everything and I just think it's yeah honestly it's just a, an amazing song um I was one of the things I was like almost pissed off at you for including it because it means I can't have it on my own list <laughs> and I do my this one I don't know like I feel like if I met him I'd just be like wow you're the most amazing person with the most amazing mind and um yeah yeah it is just it's pure summer though, isn't it? As a track. It's my like go-to in winter song as well. You know, like a dark night or like it gives me life again. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love that song. And I would always want, like as I said, I want it as my funeral song. That will break me. Yeah. It's beautiful. But like it will break a lot of people. I think the moment that, that comes on. Let's not dwell on that because I might go now. Don't know what mine would be. Living in a box by living in a box. <laughs> great song i always said i'd have disco inferno like when the curtains close for it to go like you'd have to have some (laughs) some kind of fabulous because you are like one of those people who just has a natural fabulousness to them so you right back at you babe yeah you'd have to have something that just had like that fabulous vibe um yeah next one let's let's before before i completely break down I have danced with you to this song. Oh yeah, more times than I've had hot hot dinners. <laughs> which is Jocelyn Brown, somebody yeah. else's guy. I'd like based my nightlife around where would play this song, so <laughs> I just wouldn't go out <laughs> to somewhere if they weren't going to play it. Mantos, they would always play it. Yep, Mantos, they'd play it there. They played it on that night in silhouettes in hull oh silhouettes in hull we used to the 80s night and at the room as well like the room in hull yes um, so yeah. i just loved it and i loved like i've got a gorgeous friend Catherine who like i love dancing to her with her to that song as well and it's just such a great song like i love that powerhouse vocal yeah it's just a, another one that's like all my quite feel good aren't they i was just thinking then that no matter how tough a time is there's always a huge part of you that's looking for the silver lining and looking for the light in the darkness and looking for the hope all of the things that you've chosen are quite upbeat like do you would you say that you're an optimist uh definitely like you know like we all go through phases don't we and don't find like life the easiest journey and you know struggle with quite a lot of things but always just always think want to make the best of it and also think how lucky I am and how much there is to be grateful for 
yeah and how many amazing things can happen you know and simple things can be really special I kind of want to immediately plan my social life around where it's going to play this because I'm so it's one of the things that as the world opens up the thing that hasn't maybe opened up yet is this notion of like going to a bar where you can actually dance I'm not quite there yet and I think this part of me wants to do it with my people yeah yeah definitely it's it's who you with isn't it and like do you know one of the pictures from my birthday is me and you I'll send it to you afterwards we're dancing to this song so I remember like we were dancing to this song because you were holding it and I was like doing that you're pointing at me <laughs> yeah but know the lyrics in um yeah we were dancing to that oh do send that i'd love that that was such a great party that was one of the best parties yeah it was it was brilliant wasn't it okay so the weekend i feel it coming mm. i feel it coming i feel it coming i feel it coming i feel it coming i love him um yeah so that is a song that you know like when you put uh, like a playlist on or whatever and then you like skip songs I'd never skip that song ever yeah I absolutely love it like I also remember it from my birthday party a couple of years ago and I remember like I was talking to Amy and you know like when you I still remember like where that song's playing and I just absolutely love it it's like totally my kind of music totally love the weekend something about that the whole like 80s disco pop era vibe is just bright colours, uplifting mood, people dancing. It's a happy place you could, I don't think you could, even if it was a song about like deep, deep heartbreak, it'd still be, it'd still feel really happy. But I just love him for like leaning really hard into it and all like the neon and laseriness of it. Absolutely. I think his voice is like another one of those like, you know, like when someone sings pop and they've got like a mm. really good strong soul voice it sounds amazing doesn't it like uh... yeah because he could have very easily gone down a more like traditional soul because yeah he could have done that and got really earnest oh yeah absolutely yeah and i think it was really nice that um blinding lights was a follow-up song because that's a that's a great song yeah is that the one that's about coke might be Maybe, yeah. I mean, either way. Well, to be fair, like, I feel it coming. I always, like, when I'm listening to it, check myself because I'm singing out the lyrics and I'm thinking, this isn't massively appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good is, though. (laughs) Nothing good is. Which is a perfect segue into your final, final choice, which is possibly (laughs) the least inappropriate choice ever. Some might say, I am not one of those people because I think it's fucking perfect. Which is Paris Hilton's Stars Are Blind. Oh. Given that the stars are crazy, given that the stars are blind. Show me the other, baby, I'll show you mine. Got a heart and soul and body, let's see what this love can do. Maybe I'm perfect for you. Yes! I love that you included this. Yeah, I absolutely love this song. So it just totally reminds me of you. It might have to be just an indulgent Dina moment because it does just remind me of you. Like, I could never listen to this song and not think of you, (laughs) ever. I just always think of you. And I think it just reminds me of having, like, fun chats about stuff. Like, America's Next Top Model was around, wasn't it? And, like... (laughs) You're going to get on the card. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it just... At the time, it was just, like, there was... That kind of stuff was really fun, wasn't it? And, like, you know, Kardashians-type fun and... That it's a very mid-noughties 
deep cheese but yeah and I think we kind of got quite into it as a as a fun thing didn't we and it wasn't well I think it was it was definitely a, a moment in our lives where we were both like I just got out of like a seven-year relationship or something I remember being like miserable in my job you were going through your own stuff I, it was one of those things because we like lived like two streets away from each other yeah we did like yeah um and we both needed I think a bit of just like frivolity and quite light fun and it was at a time where we were definitely doing lots of introspection lots of supporting mm. and, and coaching one another but that's absolutely right that was what it was like and it was um it was I think we were learning about mm. like ourselves and about like other people and about like processes and stuff and um yeah and I think we helped each other quite a lot didn't we oh for sure we helped each other do some real great personal growth and development and also helped each other kill a lot of brain cells with nights out in town, in Manto's dancing to Jocelyn Brown. <laughs> and I think that's the most important thing to take. So, mm, no, but really. it was like a, it was a great time, wasn't it? It was great. It was wonderful. You know, like if you could say what you would want from a friend, yeah, you'd want to be able to be like at your lowest or like and be able to talk and then go and dance and feel free and silly and. I just remember the laughter lying on the floor just legs in the air like laughing because I just couldn't move this song is just that's the feeling for me oh it's just a and also I just think it's a great song it's just a fun song isn't it it's just a yeah it's just a great song oh I'm gonna go listen to that again in a minute while I have another G&T wait for Ikea to deliver my bookcase um oh I'm so sorry we've come to the end of your list no it was really hard to do though Dina like it, I think I'm glad you caught me on a day and when I was like all right okay I've got to get it done so I possibly could have chosen like totally different songs for all of those yeah but yeah it was um, yeah it was an absolute delight okay so I'm gonna do the quick fire questions that I do for people at the end first one is the best gig you ever went to see oh I, I would actually say Florence at Hyde Park She's a great voice as well. And I absolutely love her. Like, I think why it was so special to me is because of the way she talked and the way she was with the crowd. And then really noticing lyrics and hitting your ear. Yeah. If there was one song on this list that you would like everyone to listen to, you think everyone should listen to, which one would it be? You only get what you give. You got the music in you. So your very, very last quick fire question. Who in your world, doesn't matter if I know them or not, who would you like to hear talk about their music and their pandemic choices? Gareth Hughes. He's my best friend and I love him. I'd love to hear him talking about music. I love the way that like we dance together, sing together and have time together and I'd... Uh, yeah, I love it. Right, okay. Well, let's you and I see if we can twist his arm and I'll set up a session with Gareth Hughes and hear what his choices are. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me in this little hobby. It's been so gorgeous. Oh my God, thank you so much. I cannot say how much I've enjoyed this. Like, I have absolutely loved it. Um, like, I love you oh, anyway, you regardless, don't know, but like, I absolutely adore you. Um, but this was a really special and really lovely thing to do. It's made me feel really good for like days afterwards now for having this experience oh that's so lovely i'm so happy oh that's mate you've made my day now